Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And Hello. welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. Go, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello there. Um, Hello. Wel- welcome back as we're about to do our rundown of episode uh, 11. So we're... Woo. We're getting towards the end of this of this season four, this journey. Yeah. Almost right? Almost there. My goodness. Um, and so we hope you're doing well. I think by the time this episode comes out, um, we will be like super close to season six appearing. Um that's exciting yeah. for all of you, not for me. Yeah, so not for you, you're Brittany. All enjoying. <laughs> Stay away from any social media. Those algorithms are already trying to get you. They really are. Really need to clear your cash and your cookies. Because, like, YouTube? Mm. I'm surprised it's remember. not trying to show you the season six trailer already. Okay, it might pop up, but I haven't watched it. Don't touch it. Don't touch I it. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. But it does pop up. You're like, avert your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> resist to the temptation, temptation. <laughs> right don't do it I yeah I think, i've stayed strong i think this will come out right at the end of february so this will be i want to say the last episode that airs before season six premieres so i i want to say if if my timing is correct that i think this comes out like february 28th so right now it's february 12th as it as always we are speaking to you from a few weeks in the past um you know, we like to do that. We like to do that. We like to do that time travel thing. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's part of the brand. Exactly, exactly. It's on it's on Outlander brand. Exactly, but um, and then messy okay, timelines. Those messy <laughs> timelines. Oh, exactly. We're, we're sometimes they make mistakes, and you're like, mm. Mm. um. But yeah. So before we jump into this, I'll just because <laughs> I think the last time we recorded an episode, I was like, mm, mm, Oscar, 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 I was gonna. I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up. I know it's a sore point, Stacy. How are you feeling? I'm a sad panda. I know. I know. I figured you were still a sad panda. I know. It was a tough day. It was a tough one. It'll be, it'll be weeks later by the time this comes out, but Oscar noms were on February 8th and it's February 12th. So it's still been, it's like four days later, but the last, the last, (laughs) because the last one I was like, okay, um, you know, BAFTA noms, which is like the the British Academy, like they come out and then the Oscar noms are a few days later and she did get a BAFTA nomination. Um, which was the one I was a little more scared about because that one, like the top two with the most votes get in and then a mm-hmm. jury of like 10 people pick the other four. And I'm like, oh, that always makes me nervous. Um, but she, she did get a BAFTA nomination. So congratulations to Katrina Bell yes. on her BAFTA nomination for Belfast. And then came, and I just, um, a I lot know. of people, all, all, a lot of people were, um, like really excited on the Monday because it, there was such a high probability, like as somebody who's followed the awards, like it is quite rare for someone to get all four major precursors, get the golden globe critics choice, the SAG and the BAFTA nomination. Like you're sitting pretty, like nothing's ever guaranteed, but like it's very likely you're getting at least an Oscar nom. But I was still like, I was like, everyone just like, you know, let's not jinx. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. nothing certain until like the Academy can be finicky. Like you never know. Um, and then, um, and then that morning came and the first name that was said was Jesse Buckley 
and my heart sank. Not no, not because I don't like Jesse Buckley, but because BU comes after BA. Oh, it's yeah. alphabetical, and I knew <gasps> oh, as soon as they said Jesse really, Buckley, they do that. That's mean. They say it alpha. They announce them alphabetically. So all season, her name has been first because Balf B A. There's been oh, no one before that. That sucks because then you know if oh you're so, and it was the first category up. It was the first oh. category first name Jesse Buckley, and my heart sank, and I went fuck <laughs> oh. no. And then the shocker of the century. The third Judy name, Judy Dench, and no shade to Dame Judy, legendary actress. No, she's but wonderful. She has cats, not. She killed it. She has <laughs> not. She has. Yeah, cats. Oh, that's, pretty, that's pretty my fucking love. Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Cats. Cats. Great. Brittany, it was Brittany awesome. Loved her. Brittany had a great time at Cats. I fucking love Cats. That was the best. That was my favorite time in the theater with she you. She was that having was just, a great time. You were not happy. I was loving it. I was loving life that whole. To be two fair. Hours. I, to be fair, it's, I'm not a fan of the stage play that much. Like it. Oh, this it's horrible, but it was well, fucking great. <laughs> the storyline, the the narrative is like it's there the is draw, no narrative. The what the hell is the story? It's they're getting ready for the Jellicle Ball. The, they're just well, naming each, cats. Each song is naming and introducing a cat for the most part, and like uh, on the the uh, stage play, at least uh, it's it's you're looking at the spectacle, you're looking at the I've dancing, the, like, recording of and that kind stage of stuff. play. And I didn't like that, but you put it in that movie form and Ooh. you give me Judy Dench with those weird little paws. The I was human, there for no, the it. human hands. Ooh. She had the human Ooh. hands. Yeah. And then with the tail and she was given those eyes. And it was oh. like, oh dear. Oh. oh, it was great. But any, but anyway, <laughs> no, no, no shame. No, no shame. No shade to the legendary gem that is Dame Judy Dench. Yeah, she great. Um, but she has not popped up in any of the major precursors because her and Katrina yeah. had been both campaigned and supporting. Yeah, and they so were. So yeah. she had not popped up on any of them. And then who do they say? Judy Dench. And I went, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and then people were like, even some. Well, this one guy who works for the Hollywood Reporter, like people just like, wait, like maybe the Academy's doing what they've done in the past with like Kate Winslet and the Reader, where they decided themselves to like put her put her lead rather than. And I'm like, I'm not even getting my hopes up because she's not a big enough name just yet. Or maybe, yeah. I don't know. And because the Academy can do this thing where it's not like a, they write the names in, like it's not a checkbox and they can decide um, regardless of the fact that a, that a studio has campaigned a performance supporting or lead. Oh, they can put, they in can, lead? they can decide. That's so weird. they, so they could have decided, eh, she felt more like a lead performance. And I also, I want to be able to write down Dame Judy Dench. So I'll. Like they could have, uh, we don't know. It's all, it's all speculation. Like it's, I don't know right. shit. I don't got sources, but there was like a few like EW entertainment weekly articles about it. Scott Feinberg of um, the Hollywood reporter said that that, that could be a possibility. It has happened in the past. Mm. And what that does though, is it dilutes your votes in either right. category. So I, I don't know if that's the case. Maybe it was just like, the Academy loves them some Judy Dench, man. That's this is I don't her blame eighth, them. This is her eighth nomination. Has she won an Oscar? She won one for Shakespeare in Love, which people loved to talk about. She had like eight minutes of screen time. <laughs> and they were like, really? Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever even seen Shakespeare. Back in, in love. the it was like back in like 98 or something. Oh, um that's why. But yes, yeah, so Dame Judy Dench does have a win, and this makes her eighth nomination. This would have been Katrina's first nomination. It would have been a big milestone. It'll come. Career, it'll come for her. Don't worry. Which Don't is worry. why I, my heart broke. 
my heart oh, no. hurt for her a little bit. Cause I was like, honestly, there's no way as much as in interviews, she's like, you know, it's great to be in the conversation and the rest it is has just to kind hurt. of gravy. Yeah. I try to not think it, you're a human being. There's no way that some part of your brain isn't thinking based on how the last couple months have gone and that you've hit every single precursor and you're on everyone's prediction list, not necessarily to win, but like her and DeBose were the two that everyone's like, they're getting nommed. Like they're, right. they're a lock. And then to not, that's got a sting. I felt so, my heart hurt for her. Aww. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. But I was, I was super bummed for a couple of days. I was like, she is now, she is now part of that stat. She is now part. There is a, there's a small club of actors that have hit who, the precursors who have hit all four precursors and then missed at the end of the Oscars. I think over the last, like have to double check over the last like 30 or 40 years. I swear it's like 12 actors. Wow. That, so I'm like, really, really? We had to do this to Katrina. We had to do this. Um, and it wasn't just Katrina Belf and Outlander fans that were bummed about it. I saw a lot of just like general film Twitter people being like, Katrina Belf was robbed. What the heck? That Aww. sucks. Yeah. But I like to, I like to take solace in the fact that no matter what, She's gotten, you know, this earned her a Golden Globe nom, a Critics' yeah. Choice nom, a SAG nom, a BAFTA nom, SAG mm-hmm. Ensemble nomination. Belfast got um, seven noms. Although, okay, if anybody, let's dip into Stacey's award corner for a second. So if anyone wants to know anything about Everyone the else come race, with me. I, I, come, I come here often and I don't yeah. know what happens. So and come Brittany's along just me. like, okay. 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 Um, but if we dip into Stacey's award corner for a second, um, <laughs> in terms of like, what's going to win best picture, like obviously my, oh, of course the, the puppers, oh, were, the puppers were sleeping and being so good. And then someone must've walked out front and, yep. and Zozo is like, I'm on guard. How dare you walk? How dare you walk near the house? Um, but yeah, so in terms of you know, what's going to win best picture. Everyone's been saying it's been between power of the dog and, um, Belfast Belfast won the TIFF people's choice award. And then, mm. uh, in September, which always, when that happened, it actually like made me nervous. Cause I was like, it's got a target on its back now and people going to be getting for it. Mm. Um, and yes, it's, not for, not, it's not for everyone. Some people think it's, it's too simple or it's too sweet or blah, blah. And I'm like, I mean, I fucking loved it, but that's just me. Um, but uh, yeah, so, and then Power of the Dog was like the second runner up. So it was in the top three at, mm-hmm. at TIFF anyway. And it's sort of, then West Side Story popped in a little bit, but it's receded a little bit. So it's going to be between, it's probably Power of the Dog or West or uh, Belfast. And the critics have super embraced Power of the Dog. Like the critics freaking love it. They've showered it with awards. Um, uh, what's that and- about? Power of the Dog. It's on Netflix. It's oh. um, like Benedict Cumberbatch stars in it, and like Kirsten Dunst. It is a oh yeah, she got a nom for that. Sort- right? Yes, she did. Which again, you know what? Chris Kirsten Dunst has been in the industry for a long time, and that was her first Oscar nomination. So, you know what? Like she's been in like. Yo, she was yeah. great in Interview with a Vampire when she was like, I don't know, 10? 10. 10 yeah. Like, like <laughs> legitimately a child. And she was so good. So, you know, like, well done, Kirsten Dunst. Um, hopefully, Katrina's day will come once she's able yes, to fit another film in her busy schedule. Um, but, yeah, so in terms of if, if this, this best picture thing, um, you know, 
Belfast has become the, the film that film Twitter likes to crap on, but um, I've, I, I've loved it. I've seen many, many times. I've seen most of the best picture contenders. Um, but as of, what is this, February 12th, I'm going to call it right now, Power of the Dog is winning best picture. It got, oh. it got like 12 nominations um, for Oscars um, and Belfast got seven and but it's not even just the number of nominations. It's the fact that Belfast missed out on an editing nomination. And uh. it is really hard. There's like the correlation between films that have missed out on editing and then gotten best picture. It's, it's really rare. Like I know Bur- the movie Birdman was like one of the few to do it. That was a weird movie. But I couldn't even get through that movie. It's an odd movie. It's it is an it is an odd film, but and you know and it, it it's very it's very rare. Like films don't just win Best Picture. Like you also yeah need you got to you win, were saying you have to win all of the you, you need you need to win like either screenplay or, or yeah. director or maybe an acting or like a number of texts. Well, yeah. How then, can you be the Best Picture if you're not? And then you don't win something else. Yeah, yeah, right. Like there's there's sort of things that sort of correlate. And like right now, I feel like truly its only chance at winning anything is original screenplay for Kenneth Branagh mm-hmm. and even. Even that I'm nervous about because Paul Thomas Anderson and Licorice Pizza is like critics love it. It's like the cooler pick or whatever. Um, so you know when Belf. So as I was reeling from Katrina not being named, and then they got to editing and it missed editing and it missed cinematography, and I was like, that is a wrap on its best picture oh, chances. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. I'd love it, but I just I think. Power of the Dog, I think, is our, our best picture winner. Um, you never know because they vote based on a preferential ballot where they like rank it. So it's not um, like everyone votes for their one. It's like ranked one through 10. And if the number one votes don't meet the 50% plus one threshold, then they take people's number twos and add wow. it. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do that. So maybe, but I'm not holding my breath for it. And at this stage in the game, I'm just excited. I think Sir Kenneth Branagh... Um, broke a record he's like the first person first man to be nominated in seven different categories um over his career so he now has best picture nomination because he's a producer um two director noms now original screenplay adapted screenplay i think he got a short film nomination years ago and then he also has been nominated as best actor and supporting actor over his career so that's kind of cool. All over. Just all over. But yeah, seven different categories. Um, and I just hope he's able to walk away with one Oscar. <laughs> come on. Come <laughs> Out of Oscar all of that, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he himself personally has three nominations because he's a, a, um, he did get nominated for director. He did get nominated right. for original screenplay. And as a producer, he would get an Oscar if Belfast were to win Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just hope he can get one. But anyway, but that's that's that on that. We still have, although by the time this comes out, the SAG Awards, Screen Actors Guild Awards, I think are on February 27th. So Katrina's nominated there. I predict it's probably going to go to Ariana DeBose. Belfast is nominated for Ensemble. I would love it if they won, but it could go to Coda. It could, who knows? It could go to freaking House of Gucci. Like, who knows? <laughs> But um, anyway, that's a little trip down Stacy's uh, awards corner. 
Stacy's Awards Corner. <laughs> so we need to get you a theme song, your own right? theme song. If anybody cares. So if anybody's making predictions, uh, bet on Power of the Dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would so love to be, I would love to there to be like some surprises, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but we wish, I mean, personally, I wish the Belfast team luck at, we spell the BAFTAs. I mean, by the time this, again, by the time this comes out, SAGs will already be done, but you know, we've still got the BAFTAs coming up, the Critics' Choice coming up, the Screen Actors Guild Awards coming up, a lot of the other stuff. So that's exciting. And I look forward, I hope Katrina is at least able to like go to the Oscars because she did when Ford v. Ferrari was nominated because she was in the film. Oh, yeah. So that would still be cool. You know, that'd be fun. But anywho. That's that. So I'm still bummed, but life goes on. It is it what does. it is. Let's hope we see, you know, let's just hope, you know, I think, I think she's definitely made a dent in the industry for sure. This award well, season. There you like, go. I think yeah. people, people know her name now. That's so. huge. Yeah. Big. Absolutely. But anywho, <laughs> welcome. That was just a little taste. Brittany gets this all the time. Although I have, I I've, I have held yeah. back quite a bit this yeah. award season. Compared to uh, <laughs> freaking Rami, yeah, yeah, the Rami guys, I got spoiled with Rami because he freaking won everything. I know he did win everything, I got but you spoiled. were still losing your ever loving mind. I know because I don't trust things, and you then, don't. And then this season <laughs> you were very was just... mad because people was very mad that he was winning, and you were very mad. That I was like, listen, he was good. Leave him um, alone, my and boy. Then, and, and then, then he this won. Year I just been... got Stacy losing her mind at every awards, She's just like just losing it. Also, no you sleep. have another outlet now. Yeah, for people. True. Whereas true. I, it's I, true. I, I was holding true. this burden alone. And it was I know her no. Rami love was. Although I did, Brittany was, Brittany later that day, later in the day, earlier this week, she was like, so how did Oscar nominations go? And I was like, well, I, <laughs> yeah, am, I am in mourning today. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably were like, oh no. Oh, I was like, oh shoot. What happened? <laughs> Cause you sent me the Baptist and I was like, oh, I know that's a good sign. I don't really yeah. know what any of it means, but I'm like, I know it's a good sign. Baptist. So I was like, oh, how did Oscar show? Stacey's just like not good i was like uh oh <laughs> we got another sad panda <laughs> you know i'm a sad panda today uh i just felt so bad for her that sucks no but anyway it is what it is i'm sure you know hopefully the whole belfast team is able to have fun this award season and yes. then we're getting season six soon and then they're gonna very shortly apparently jump into filming season seven and yeah all all of the all of the exciting things so it took me a few days to let a little bit of my sad panda and a, and a little a little bit of salt. There was a little bit of salt there. I'm not gonna I lie. know. I know. I was like, son of a gun. <laughs> Bummer. But You're like, you got the right film for that category. You got the wrong actress. <laughs> no shade to Dame Judy Dench. No, uh, but, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, let's be real. There's zero percent chance Judy Dench is showing up to the that ceremony at the. I don't think. Oh God, I think it's been over a decade since the last time she showed up. Really? The awards? Well, and I mean, at this stage, I think she's like 86 or 87. Yeah. I One. her eyesight is really um, diminished oh. now. Um, and I can't believe she's 86. I didn't think she was 86. I think she's 86 or 87. Wow. I, I, I think thought she was in her 70s. She looks I, great. I Holy swear. Moly. I think she broke the record for the oldest uh, Oscar nominee. Wow. I she does not look. She, she's this season. She is the oldest Oscar nominee and the youngest nominee. Mm -hmm. 
is Billie Eilish for the James Bond song. Oh, which let's she does not look 86. Probably gonna win. Holy moly. Yeah, she's 86 or 87, I want to say. She's so. 87. I just yep. Googled it. She looks incredible for 87. Mm-hmm. I know. She's so cool, too. She is so cool. I also just love her voice. I would just love her to talk to me just all the time. Like, just right just read me stories singing singing some songs from cats (laughs) yeah oh my god I don't know why oh that was just the worst and best movie experience ever oh lord lord she's no she's had some good there's some movies I was like damn I forgot you're in that like I'm pretty I think it's on Netflix like I think it's like the best exotic marigold hotel yes for Megan I'm pretty sure she's in it she is I'm looking at her fun cast right now oh she's in all the James Bonds oh yeah m she's m yeah she's the best so but it's exciting. it's, it's to... cool that she was able i mean but like you like you know well, eighth, well yeah. done but uh yeah probably not gonna win cool. it so it just kind of well, she was in yeah. pirates of the caribbean shut up what was she in pirates of the caribbean really must have been one of the later ones yeah like the third or fourth one maybe oh yeah on stranger tides mm. Can't believe she was I there. think I stopped after the second Pirates. I'm not going to lie. I think I've seen all of them. I love them. Oh. Oh, also huge, huge snub was Lady Gaga also made all four I heard people got very mad over. She, what she is she made House a- of Gucci? Yeah, for House of Gucci. House of Gucci only got one nomination, I think, for like. People, I thought people were saying that was going to win. No, I knew it wasn't going to oh. win. I knew it wasn't going to win. I, I, I was seeing it everywhere and I don't even. Although it did get that SAG Ensemble nomination, so you never know. It could win that. But, um, but yeah, um, so that was also, like, she hit, she hit every, all four precursors and then didn't get in to the Oscars, and everyone was like, what? Um, but, yeah, so, you know, it'll be interesting. And, and now, and I was like, the good thing is, is literally the bar for my expectations come Oscar night could not be lower. Like, quite honestly, it's just, like, I'll go in, if Belfast wins even one thing, I'll be like, I'll be happy. A. <laughs> like that's, that's kind of where I'm at for that. But, you know, we'll see. But anyway, let's transition all the dogs. Zozo, who are you seeing? Right? Goodness. Um, Someone's upsetting her. Oh, my gosh. I know. I feel you. Are you sad panda with me? Um, yeah, she, she's a sad panda. Sad she panda. Not, she's not happy. She doesn't like Oscar noms either. Right? Oof, heartbreak. They can be there can be so many highs, but the lows can be really low. Um I had to go, I had to start working right after that too. And I was like, man. Uh, you're like, I just want to go lie in bed. You're like, man, and it's it's one of those things where like I can compare it to um because at the end of the day, there are more important things in the world. And oh, yeah, she'll be fine. So, She's immensely yeah. talented. But it's kind of like, I don't know, you're super rooting for your team in the Super Bowl or something. Yeah. And then they lose in a heartbreaking fashion. Like, that stings. It sticks with yeah. you for a little bit. You know, it's it's not real world consequences, but it's still fun. to. It, I also compare it, like, sometimes it's fun to get invested in things that don't have real world consequences. Because, like, it's fun to, like, get excited. It's not, even about, it's not even about you. It's like. Yeah, you know. it's just, like, other things. But it's fun to, like, kind of. I don't like when people say, like, well, you know, there's bigger, there are bigger issues, but yeah, sometimes but it's, it's fun okay to, to it's fun to like care and like get excited and root for stuff that doesn't have big consequences. Cause so much in our life has big consequences. Yeah, it's nice sure. to like have emotions to stuff that like at the end of the day, it's not hurting anybody. Like everyone's no. okay. And I mean, but you also get to like 
get yeah. excited and kind of like root for someone and not root for someone else and like no and one's like actually for someone else's happiness yeah and, but no one's really getting hurt so yeah, yeah. i mean I, i'm sure so i like it i'm sure katrina's feelings were a little hurt sure but like no she's but not she like losing but she'll be okay heart. yeah she'll same okay. with like the olympic or like sports like you said like sports teams like oh sometimes it stinks sean white falling on it falling on his final yes. final run ever i was like oh that hurts oh, my heart a little bit hurt. yeah it would have been so nice if it just i mean it doesn't take away from like everything the legendary status yeah. he has in snowboarding but i was just like Oh, uh, it's one of those things where you're like, I want, uh, you want it for them. You're like, oh, yeah. so great to like, damn, you know, but. Speaking of the Super Bowl, I put in a, we have a pool at work and we'll, I don't know anything about football. This is but... coming out way after the Super It's We're about to, let's run, see. It's Super Bowl I, weekend right now. That it we is record. Super Bowl weekend. And yeah, we're saying, I'm going to have to go put Bengals. a huge, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to put in a huge, like, just skip ahead 40 minutes. Yeah, we waffled for about quite a while. You're we got a lot of energy this bangles. morning. I had two coffees. I have no, I don't really follow the NFL. At I don't all. know. I didn't, I literally, my boss texted me yesterday. He's like, you want to enter our pool, our Super Bowl pool? So you're I'm like, cheering for the yeah, Bengals? Yeah, sure. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I have to look up who's playing though first. And he's like, the Bengals and whoever the other person are. And I was like, oh, Rams, Rams, right. Rams, Rams. LA. Rams? It's yeah. LA. Yeah. Cause I was looking and I was like, oh, I like Tigers better than Rams. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. He's like, okay. <laughs> He's oh. like, what's the score? And I was like, how do how do the points work again? Oh my god! <laughs> so okay, like, I at least know that. A and then I remember, yeah, you convert but a seven. Some, a regular yeah. field goal is three. Three, and then there's two for something, right? Yeah, there's two point convert. There's conversions and stuff too. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend I know absolutely every. Well, because there's thing, it's but... different between CFL and NFL. Yes. So sometimes I get confused CFL and NFL are different, and the the um the field goal thing is at different points in the end zone. Yeah. Between the CFL and NFL. So sometimes I get confused on what the conversions are between the two. So we'll see if I'm right. But go Bengal Tigers. Bengals. <laughs> I don't know. I like tigers. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Again, this comes out a few weeks after Super Bowl. Let's yeah. be real. I'm just excited for the halftime show. Oh, I know. It's going to be a fun oh. lineup. Oh, I'm excited. That's all I want to watch. And I only ever want to watch the halftime show. Halftime show. Yeah. Just like, see what's up. Yeah. I, he used to always have to work Super Bowls, but the halftime show is going to be fun. The one I didn't like was Katy Perry's was weird. I didn't really like her halftime show. Remember when she would have all those like weird costumes? <laughs> shark. The shark. That was weird, man. Were you at Shoeless at that time with me? I don't remember. I worked out at Shoeless and it was those weird sharks. I didn't, it, they freaked me out. I don't like people in costumes anyways, but those sharks were dancing weird. It made me very uncomfortable. You're like, I it. don't like this. I loved the JLo one. J I was just about the JLo one. And fun, so fun fact, JLo had she had just that was the lemonade been, she had been recently snubbed by the oscars too for hustlers oh uh, uh, I, I didn't like that movie though i don't think i thought she was great in it though but she was but the movie was weird she didn't hit all i don't think she hit all four precursors but she hit most of them and mm. then didn't and then didn't get the and i was like the academy really just said no we can't have j-lo as a as an oscar nominee yeah like really like i just and then she goes and like kills the halftime yeah. show. That was such a good halftime show. Like so good. But um, yeah. anywho, let's, we, it's been a full half an hour of shenanigans now. Let's, let's transition into Outlander stuff. So okay, the end of the last episode, oh, the last episode was sad panda. There was mean things said, angry things. Things are, things. things are tense and tight. Everyone's everyone. broken up. And Aaron's broken up. Bree's now gone to River <laughs> Run. 
Jamie Clarinian are, are off to try to get Roger back from the Mohawk. Again, Roger, I don't understand some, why. Roger somehow got, through circumstance, uh, got away from the Mohawk and ran and found another pair, another another standing stone. And it was the, oh, oh, is he going to, is he going to touch it? He's not going to. Is he going to? So this, no. this uh, episode, so again, episode 11 of season four is titled, If Not for Hope. And uh, it's written by Bronwyn Garrity and Shania Fuel. Bronwyn, I like that name. That's a really pretty name. Right? And then directed by Merzi Almas. So. Can we just say Kylie's son's name? How weird is that? I don't know it. it. What is it? Wolf. Wolf? Wolf. Stormy and Wolf. Interesting. Her son's name is Wolf. And I, I, I both it's love it. It's funny that Courtney's kids have the most normal names, like Nathan, Mason, 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 Penelope. Penelope. Another one too. And yeah, then, I can't, I can't remember the third. But and uh, then Kim came in with like North, North West, Saint, Saint and Psalm. Sh- no, no, Chicago, Chicago and Psalm. Chicago no, yeah, is pretty normal. Northwest, no North, yeah, North Saint, Saint Chicago, Chicago and Psalm. Then you have True. Which is yes, true, and then now you have Stormy, Stormy, and Wolf. Wolf. And hmm. interesting. And family. what's what's um, mm. China and Rob's. I cannot name? remember. Is it Dream? No, I don't think it's. I cannot or remember is that Rob's. True? No, I'm pretty sure Chloe's daughter. I, his name is. Clue. I cannot. I true. cannot remember Rob Kardashian's daughter's his name. name. No. Cannot remember off the top of my head. She's kind of like less in the spotlight, but anyway, she is yeah. But that's because Rob nobody likes Rob Kardashian, and Black China sucks. Oh no! I see. I well, stay out of that drama. MLMs. She's in weird MLMs and is pushing weird sketchy stuff. Oh. I just don't like that. She's like using her like mm. and Rob fame and all that. And interesting, mm. interesting the drama, the drama. But yeah. So how how we got there? I don't really know. Oh, we were talking. I about was names. saying a nice name, and then I remembered. Then I found out this is going to be a long episode. Um, she named her son Wolf, and I was like, I kind of like it. I don't. I, 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 uh, uh, do, yeah. Name I was just thinking. Yeah, I kind of like it. Like I call my dog Wolf, though. So that got me weird because I don't care. Call your kids whatever you want. Names yeah, are true. whatever. Exactly. What are any names? Like what's Brittany? It literally means from Brit- Britain. Oh, or there's like a place that. in France called Brittany. And so you're either, so I, the Anglican, yeah. like where it came from, from Anglican means from Britain. Like that's boring. So like call your kid. You're like so well, exciting. <laughs> but, um, so like call your kid, whatever. But I was just thinking, I was like, what would your nickname though be? Like Stormy is cute. Cause you could go, come here, Storm. Like, come on, Storm. Like, yeah, that's just call storm. storm. but like Wolfie, like Wolf, Wolf, like what was your nickname be? I don't even know. That was my dream. That's it is Rob's. dream. It is dream. Nice. True. Yeah. Is Chloe dream is Rob's yeah. anyways, but like dream, like, I don't know. Wolfie. Would you call your son? Mm. Wolfie wolf? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Well, the nicknames kind of appear as people get yes. older too. Cause and- like Chicago, Kim always calls her Chi, which I think is so cute. Okay. North is Nori. That's mm-hmm. cute. But like, what would your nickname if your son was wolf? I guess you just always have to call him just wolf. I feel <laughs> like if you called your like, I don't, know. I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure it out as life goes on. Maybe. Um, 
Okay, so if you're just joining us now because you skipped the first 30 minutes Welcome of Welcome to podcast, the actual podcast. Thank you. our nonsense. So much. Okay, so um, yeah, yeah. You really so do need to timestamp this. I do. Nobody wants that. This is a full 30 <laughs> minutes. Wow. So just anyway. caption, please just skip. Just <laughs> don't skip even 30 engage. minutes if you don't want to listen to our bullshit. But anyway, okay, so th- again, so this episode. Mm-hmm. So we start out. Mm-hmm. with um it is a scene and roger it's a scene <laughs> it is a scene, <laughs> a scene where roger's, roger is in the shower taking a shower and it is very much like modern 1970s and he's got like a cut up wrist and all this kind of stuff and he's he's just like looking like oh my god and then he gets out and he like looks in the mirror and like cleans the it's a fake. I'm not whatever. even going for it. You're and then, faking me out. Nice and, then beh- and then behind him, he sees the reflection of one of the Mohawk men who says like, hey, and then he turns around and boom, back to reality. So he's daydreaming a little bit. They're showering. He's clearly oh, not yeah. hot. They were showering by the lake or whatever. And they're like, don't think, don't even think about trying to escape again. We're leaving. And we're like, so that's the cold open. And then we get the same meal song. Um, and then now, okay, so now we cut to our first, like, true scene is, um, so we're at River Run, Bree's there, dressed in, like, you know, nice clothing, and she's okay. sort of, like, sitting in her room, and she's drawing sketches, like, she's drawing, right, and she's okay. sketching, and we can tell it's, she's drawing, like, a really dark, dark, fucked up version of Bonnet, just all that kind of stuff, and then Lizzie comes in with, like, some food and all that kind of stuff, and she's like, oh, you know, I thought you might like a morsel of something while you're drawing and Bree's like oh you're like thank you Lizzie and <laughs> bless Lizzie Lizzie sees the the picture and she's like oh god in heaven like, <laughs> like what if what have I brought you to oh monstrous darkness you're 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 possessed <laughs> oh my god Lizzie and, Lizzie's like, and she's like or Bree's like Lizzie I'm not possessed I'm I'm hurt and I'm angry and Lizzie's like oh it's all my fault and Bree's like no you made an honest mistake you thought you were protecting me oh and, sure so we could forgive Lizzie Bree <laughs> And then Lisa, like, but I made such a mess of things. Will you ever forgive me? And she says, of course it's over. We don't need to talk about it again. And then Lizzie's like, and uh, what about your father? Will, will you forgive yeah. him as well? She's like, he, thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. She's like, he, he wouldn't have done what he did if I hadn't been mistaken about Mr. Wakefield. And then Bree's like, even if I could forgive him for what he did to Roger, I can't forget the things he said to me. Like, girl, you also said some pretty mean shit to him too. Bree. Throwing that out there. Um, and so Lizzie's like, all right, I'll, I'll leave you to your drawing then, mister. Can you have a little less Fraser in you, please? <laughs> the grudge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then, okay. So then Lizzie's like, okay, I'll just leave you to your drawing. And she leaves. So now we cut to, we're with Jamie and Claire and Ian, and we can see they've met with some like of their Cherokee neighbors or whatever. Ian's talking to them. He's showing them that like necklace amulet uh, thing okay. yeah. to talk about them. And Jamie and Claire are sort of off to the side. Um, and Jamie sort of says to her, like, you know, you'll have heard about the Mohawk, no doubt then, like in, in your time. And Claire's like, oh, only, only in movies. And he's like, eh? and she's like, oh, the yeah, moving what's pictures. a movie? <laughs> She's like, the, the moving pictures I told you about, like, I, I don't know much about them. Sometimes it's hard to separate fact from fiction. And then they're like, the blocking, the staging here is like, they're walking. So they're sort of backs are to each other at one point, And they're like talking over their shoulder. And then Jamie's like, yeah, when you didn't have two sides to the story, I, it is. And you're like, tension, tension. And then Claire's like, well, the portrayals don't tend to weigh heavily in favor of the Mohawk. 
And then Jamie's like, if there was a moving picture about us, about me, I'd be seen as a fearsome brute. And Claire's like, well, that would be one side of the story. And I'm like, fucking ouch. Ouch. I hate this. Oh, guys, can you just kiss and make up? I don't like <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I really don't like, don't like it here. Mom and like dad are here. fighting. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I hate this. Um, so then Ian comes back over and he's like, uncle. And um, Jamie's like, oh, did the Cherokee recognize that? And he says, I, they believe it's from a Mohawk village called Shadow Lake. There's a good chance Roger's been taken there. And Jamie's like, well, would they be willing to guide us there? And Ian's like, no, it's at least two months ride north. Jamie's like, did you tell them we'll pay with whiskey and furs? And he's like, they'll have no business there, uncle. The Cherokee won't accompany us there. Jamie's like, well, then we must find our way there, you know, our own way there. And Ian's like, um, you know, I can speak some Mohawk and the Mohawk and the Mohawk I sold Roger to spoke English. And Claire's like, you know, we don't know what lies, you know, what lies ahead and it'll be dangerous. But, and then Jamie's like, I, we've lived, we've lived with the fear of the unknown before, not knowing if the other is alive or dead. But, but each passing day, Brie must suffer through the very same thing. Let's be on our way. And she, he like walks away and Claire like looks after him as he walks away. And then there's like a little bit of a montage of them like traveling and all that kind of stuff. And then they clearly stop to like set up camp mm-hmm. for the night or whatever somewhere. And so they're like unrolling their bedrolls and like all that kind of stuff. There's not a lot of talking going on. It's still sucks and like Ian you know <laughs> Ian is like consociate like he's watching the two of them like not talking yeah. and all that kind of stuff Jamie goes off to one corner to like set up snares or, or something like that and Ian walks up to, goes up to Claire and's like auntie you know you should go to him while we've stopped and Claire's like why does he need help and Ian's like so you're still angry with him then and she's like no is that what you think and he's like aren't you she's like no and then Ian's like, go to him, Auntie Claire. Oh, Ian. And he's like, he's saying like, what we all are saying, right? want to say. <laughs> right? He's like, go to him, Auntie Claire. We're going to make this right. And she's like, I know, Ian. And then he's like, and he's like, you know, we didn't mean to be reckless. We thought, and she's like, I know what you thought, what you both thought. I, it's just, I'm finding it hard not to think about how Brianna and Roger must feel. One day when you've got children of your own, you'll understand. You never stop worrying about them. And then Ian's like, you know, I didn't care about that, but I hate to see you both suffering. So, and then she sort of like looks back and looks at Jamie, who's like, like Jamie clearly feels like shit. He's beating himself up. Him and Claire are like not really talking. Like it's just all kinds of not fun. Like I don't like it here at all. Um, (laughs) Okay. So now the next scene is, we're like in Wilmington and like sort of the main tavern and it's Fergus in there talking to like what are the, the barman or whatever. And clearly he's asking him about bonnet. Right. So oh, okay. the dude, the dude saying like, Oh yeah, I crossed paths with him not too long ago. Like I'll, I'd reckon he'd be in Wilmington in a week's time, but you're wasting your breath. If you think Stephen bonnet will take on a man with one hand. And, and then Fergus is like, that's, that's not why I'm asking. And the dude like walks away. And so then Fergus goes, and he's like walking towards the side and he sees like a bulletin with like broadsheets. And we okay. see, we see broadsheet of Myrta. <gasps> and, and Fergus looks at it and just goes there and like rips it down. <laughs> he like rips it down off the board and then goes upstairs. And so he goes upstairs to his room with, with, um, with Marsley. And um, it's clear that like, Myrta's kind of been staying with them for a little bit right and so he's like in the other room talking to some other regulator dudes 
And um, Fergus comes in and Marsley's like, any luck today? And he doesn't really say anything. And she's like, so still no work at the butchers then. Fergus is like, it's usually the men that do the butchering rather than having been butchered themselves. So clearly he's having a hard time getting a job because he's missing a hand and a lot of people won't. Because there's a lot of jobs that are like labor type. Why aren't they going to River Run Ridge thing to just work on the farm? I don't understand why they're still- River Run? I don't know. The plantation? No, the other place. What's the other place? Fraser's Ridge? Yeah, that. Why aren't they there? Because he can't farm either. How is he going to farm the land? He can help. Well, he will. But the thing is, is they wanted to stay there a little bit. Were like, because they needed to have the baby and get settled and, and they sort of start to months. get comfortable. Well, they're not going to go to Fraser's Ridge now because Jamie and Claire aren't even there. So they're going to stay in town to be sort of Stupid. stabilized for now. But anyway. I don't understand um, any of these people's decisions. So, and then Fergus says, like, in they're my, all baffling. In in me lord's eyes, I'm whole, but to them here, I'm I'm less than a man. See, he can't even get a job. So go somewhere where and you don't have to pay like, for rent. I don't understand. Well, no, he, he would still have, they would still have to work the land to turn the profit and all that kind of stuff, and that would be challenging. Yeah, but him. right now, nothing's happening because Jamie's well, not there. And so they why would it matter? They if can't they were go there. there. They can't go there yet because they don't have a cabin built for them yet. That was the whole point. It's like we will build your cabin, and when it's ready, you will come. Yeah, but Jamie and. Claire are there, so go use the cabin and look after the animals instead of paying the other farmers have, for doing it. But then they still don't have a they still don't have it when they get back. Anyway, Brittany, not it's the point of the story silly. right now. It's just silly and I don't anyway, like it. But clearly, Fergus, like, you know, because then we remember that Jamie had asked Myrta to find Bonnet and bring him to him, right? So and also, why is Myrta not staying to 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 protect Bree? I mean, she doesn't really need protection there. She's very she's Claire's protected. daughter. She's ve- well, and he he can't stay. He can't stay there. She has fucking government officials coming in and oh, out. Yeah, that's true. All okay, that kind fine. of stuff. Like, that would not be a great place for for him to be spending too much time. Like he made sure she got there safely, and then you know, and then he was like, okay, now I gotta dip out again. But anyway, right, whatever. Um, so you know, we can see Murta's having this conversation over in the side. And Claire, or Claire, Marsley's like, you know, here's some, here's some men who'd better be served out at work. At least you're trying. They've been in there for hours. I have a mind to turn them in myself. Fergus is like, <laughs> Marshmallow, I'm with you. They're and annoying. Fergus is like, for what crime? And then she's like, she's like, no, none of that cheek, Fergus Fraser. Not when Myrta has enlisted your aid in capturing a murderer. And then Fergus is like, Stephen Bonnet should be in Wilmington in a week's time. So I heard today. And then Marsley's like, I don't like it. Like not, not with all his meetings with the regulators. Um, She's like, it's burden enough harboring a wanted man under our roof. And then Fergus is like, he would do the same for me. And so then Fergus enters the the room and uh, Myrta's speaking with that guy, Brian, again, about making plans and all of that kind of stuff. And then he, you know, says to Fergus, he's like, Oh, have you news of Bonnet? Fergus is like, yes, good news. And we're like, Okay. And then of course it cuts to the next scene. <laughs> of course. So of now, course. So now we're back at River Run and Bree is in her room. Um You weren't joking. Know. There really is no Claire and it's Jamie in this. It's, oh god. It's limited in the <laughs> last little bit. <laughs> so um Phaedra comes in and, and Phaedra is like, you know, we didn't have much time to get you ready. And Bree's like, ready for what? And Phaedra's like, Mrs. Mistress Cameron is holding a dinner next week and I need to fit you for a new dress. And 
And Brie's like, you know, Phaedra, can you please tell my aunt, like, I don't need a new dress. And she's like, but you do mistress. And a new dress will help hide your condition because <laughs> she is starting to show a little bit too. Mm. Um, and then Brie's like, hide it from whom? And Phaedra's like, you know, oh, we've got us a Lord coming to visit from Virginia, master of Mount Josiah, mistress Cameron wants to introduce you to him and some of her other friends. And Brie's like, well, I don't want to meet anyone. And Phaedra's like, oh, you didn't mean that. Um, <laughs> Brie, and then, I'm not understanding where, what time you're in. Yeah, right? I appreciate your attempts my love, here, darling. <laughs> my love, honey. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> Read the room. And so then Phaedra's like, you'll soon learn that Mistress Cameron's dinners are the talk of the county, you know, but once, and once you have a new dress, Zozo. She's like, it's like literally is the wind blowing out front? Like what's, you know, is that what's happening? Um, okay. And, um, and then. I told you they're going to try and suitor her up. Also, I'm not learning things, any of these people's names. I don't care about them. Just well, so you know. We remember Phaedra is the one. No, we don't. You think I remember who that was? Mm -hmm. Ah. No, Phaedra. Phaedra was, Claire's met Phaedra. Phaedra was the one that was like helping Claire get on that dress for the thing. And, and she's, Oh, she, she looks beautiful mistress. And, and, and Joe Costa was asking her, like, does she not look washed out in that? She's like, she doesn't look washed out anyway. It's fine. Um, but, um, but yeah, so then, you know, Phaedra's like walking across the room and Bree's like, Phaedra, stay there by the window, the light, the way it hits your face. She gets her to sit down and Phaedra's like so uncomfortable. She's like, what are you doing, Miss Fraser? And she's like, I'm drawing you. And she's like, why on earth would you do that? And she's like, you're beautiful. She's like, uh, thank you, Miss Fraser, but there's much to be done. And Mistress Cameron wouldn't be pleased. And she's like, you let me worry about Mistress Cameron. And she starts like drawing her. And then down, we're back down onto the main floor. And um, Jocasta clearly hears like Brie moving around and she's like, Brianna. And she's like, yes, auntie. And so Jocasta is like, you know, I have something for you. So they like sit down on this little like bench by the window Dang. and they're, and they're talking and she's like, you know, if I recall correctly, these earrings will look lovely with your dress. And Brie's like, thank you. But I told Phaedra, like, I don't need a new dress. And she's like, I, she mentioned that, which is why I'm having her alter one of mine to fit you instead you know, and these are the earrings I used to wear, I used to wear with it. And Bree's like, you know, that's very kind of you. Um, and then Jocasta's like, you know, you should really try it on. She'll need to take some measurements. Of course, we want you to look your best dear for the dinner. It's not every day a Lord graces these halls. Um, and then Jocasta sits down and she's like, listen, I know you're consumed with worry and biding your time here with nothing to do about it. It's distressing at the very least but there's comfort to be found in the company of others. Will you not enjoy some food and some lively conversation? And Bree's like, well, thank you. But like, honestly, I'd, I'd have happier being by myself, reading, drawing. And Jocasta's like, hmm, you know, I used to paint. I was never as talented as your grandmother, Ellen. And then Bree's like, you know, I, I don't know much about her. Like she was an artist. And Jocasta's like, I, you're, you're very much like her. You have her spirit. Oh, that's actually really, again, that's so cool that she's like finding out her family. Mm -hmm. And then Bree's like, oh, I do. And then Jocasta's like, she was our father's favorite. She remained unmarried well past the time a young woman ought to be settled with a husband, but. Do you think it would be weirder to be Claire thrown back because you have no roots? Or do you think it'd be weirder to be Brie and have roots that you didn't um, know exist? I don't I know. Like it's so different. It's so different because when Claire got thrown back, she 
it was such an accident and she was so discombobulated and like trying to figure it it out like weirder to like go back 200 years and people being like oh your grandmother I think it's a different type of weird I think Claire's was like what is happening how to where's Claire's to go back yeah well and Claire's was like survival like just trying to figure out how do I survive how do I not get burned as a witch as witch how do I not do all these things but I think it'd almost be weirder to be like that you were supposed to be in this time like it's weirder like you're an outlander right like you're not supposed to be here and you're learning to adapt but like almost feeling like you're the 200 year old baby yeah you were supposed to be here and grow up and know all these people and you don't like that must be almost weirder but the thing is, is like she wouldn't supposed to be there if Claire had have never gone. No, I know. Time like that's like that. It's all it's weird. So I'm not gonna think of that time loop. I'm just yeah. saying <laughs> that's that we're going down loop. a whole weird butterfly line, weird <laughs> rabbit hole. But um, but yeah. So Jocasta says, you know, she remained unmarried well well past the time a young woman ought to be settled with a husband, but. You know, our father wouldn't force her into a marriage she wouldn't herself accept. And Bree's like, mm, how modern of him. And then Jocasta's like, she was headstrong, followed her heart. And after father died, um, she wed the man she truly loved, Brian Fraser. Um, our father would have been happy for her. And Bree's like, you're right. Conversation is good for a worried mind. And then Jocasta's like, aye, there's plenty more to be had. Phaedra's waiting for you in your chamber with the dress. So then Bree gets up and sort of like walks, walks away. And then now we're back in we're back in Wilmington and it's clearly nighttime and Myrta is like sleeping in like their little kitchen area, kind of like on a oh no, he's about to get thing. arrested, isn't he? Jesus. There's like a little cot thing on the floor and and Marcely comes out, right? And she sees him snoring. And so then she like takes like, I don't know, the ale pitcher or something and starts making noise. And he like wakes up and she's like, sorry, did I wake you? <laughs> and then he's like sneaky and then he's like he's like oh did you have trouble you know did trouble sleeping last and she pours a little bit of ale for both of them or whatever I'm assuming it's ale because like these folks don't drink water um and um you know he's like trouble sleeping last and she's like sits down pulls up a chair and sits down and starts talking to him and she's like all this about the taxes with the governor and the regulators do you think it'll come to anything and he's like I think maybe it will I and so she looks stressed and she's like then I'm hoping you'll do something. Tell Fergus you want him to fight alongside you. And Myrta's like, Pfft. and then he's like, marriage, not all you hoped it would be last. Like if you're wanting to be rid of him, I could just take him out back. And she's like, if I wanted him shot, I'd do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> There's Leary's daughter. <laughs> and then, and then she's like, and actually, it, you know what? That's more James, Jamie's daughter. <laughs> well, and then she's like, and it wouldn't be Fergus. I, I'd take aim at first. He doesn't put his boots on my blankets because he's got his like boots. Oh. On blankets. So then he's like, he's like Christ and he laughs and he like puts them down or whatever. Um, and then, and then um, she says to him, I'd like you to ask Fergus to join you and your men to fight if, and when the time comes. And then Merch is like last, like his, he's like met like motioning to the hand being like, it'll be hard for him to fight like one handed, like he can't really hold a gun, like all that kind of stuff. And she's like, I, I can, then you understand why I'm asking you. And he sort of chuckles and then he's like, I, and she's like, I'll have a whole man or none at all. And then, um, Oh, to make it, to boast his ego. I think so. Yeah. Cause he's Uh, feeling, he's feeling like half a man right now. Oh, so Marta's like, so Marta's like, okay, I, I get your meaning. 
So now we cut back to we're at River Run and it's the party time. And, you know, there's, there's a bunch of guests like standing in the foyer talking and Ulysses is like, <clears throat> Mistress, you know, to Jocasta, Miss, Miss Fraser is here, mistress. And Jocasta's like, mm, ladies and gentlemen, may I present my niece, Brianna Fraser? And she makes her like grand entrance looking very beautiful, like walking down the stairs in her beautiful gown and everyone's watching and who are among the guests? Well, our dear buddy Wolf is there. And there's, yeah. there's also a character, I don't know if we've been introduced to him yet, named Gerald Forbes, who I just call him Pippin because it's literally the actor that played Pippin. Really? <laughs> but he's a fucking douche nozzle. But oh. anyway, so it's oh, not, it's not so our many, Pippin. So many of these characters are douche nozzles. But um, but it is Billy Boyd, the actor Billy Boyd. But you know, so he's in there. They're, you know, they're watching her walk down the stairs, and and um, and then um, you know, you Ulysses or sorry, Jocasta like introduces Brie to Forbes. Brianna, this is Gerald Forbes, and and his sister Prudence Forbes, and and Forbes is like, I've been looking forward to this occasion, and it's like so, Ew. it's so yeah. It's all, like that. it's all types of blah. And he's like, have you been enjoying your time at River Run? And Bree's like, yes, my aunt's been a most generous host. And then Prudence, the sister, is like, how do you spend your days here? And like, Wolf is definitely in the back, like staring at her too. And then she's like, you know, drawing mostly. And Jocasta's like, the last is quite accomplished. And then Forbes is like, splendid. What sort of things do you draw? And she's like, I recently finished a portrait of, Ph of Phaedra. And then the sister's like, oh, I presume you mean Phaedra of Greek mythology, wife of Theseus. And Jocasta's oh, like, God. yes, a good, strong Greek name. <laughs> and then there's another dude there. I think it's, the, I think he's a judge. He's like, I believe Phaedra is, is one of the slaves here at River Run. And then <laughs> the judge's mother is, oh, I hate this. I'm, you may, you mean to say you draw, and I don't even like, it's, it's an N word. It's not the N word, but it's another N word. And I just only saying it. And then Brianna's is like, I, um, or no, Jocasta's like, ah, Brianna, I, 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 I don't believe you've had the pleasure of meeting. This is Mistress Alderdice and her son, the Honorable, the Honorable Judge Alderdice. Oh, good Lord. I'm not and, learning any of these people's names, just so everybody knows. That's fair. Don't and then, care. <laughs> and then Brianna's like, I draw whatever inspires me. And in this moment, I'm like, oh, she is so Claire's daughter. Oh, yeah. in this moment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the judge is like, very courageous. I'd, I'd love to see it. And then Brianna's like, I could have Ulysses fetch it for you if you'd like. And then the judge's mother is like, oh, heavens, no. What is the world, to, world coming to to think you'd choose that as your subject in a beautiful place such as this? Why not a landscape? And you're like, ugh. Uh, I don't and like then, these people. And then Jocasta's like, oh, young folk today, my goodness. <laughs> Whatever shall we do with them? She's like, let's try to move this conversation on. Awkward. And she's like, she, she also probably remembers what happened with her mom, like with her mom and dad. She's, she's like, like, you think she's damn. a wild card? Wait. <laughs> So you meet her mother. Holy yeah. Lord. <laughs> oh, it's a whole next level. You think this is a lot for the young people. Her Just wait. <laughs> her mother's a firecracker. And then she's like, you know, I'm sure Lieutenant Wolf will have some thoughts to share. Where are you, dear friend? And Wolf like bulldozes his way through the other people. And he's like, and like, you know, pushes through and he goes, I have newfound empathy um, for your great aunt's lack of sight. And then like, kisses her hand and it's like blah, 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 blah. ew I don't I'm, like any of these people it really reminds me of like sort of season one and two Claire even bits in three of like when so many guys were so 
touchy ropey and touchy towards her and like like so infatuated with her like it really gives me those vibes too um but Bree's like you're too kind and then lieutenant wolf is like with your aunt's permission i'd like to take you on an excursion to newburn to show you some of the uh magnificent sights and Bree's don't like, don't go there don't don't do that no <laughs> that red flag red flag no <laughs> red flag on the play um and Bree's like perhaps sometime and then Forbes and then Forbes pops in and is like uh Miss Miss Fraser there's something I wish to show you perhaps a, you, you know you would be so good as to accompany me and then red flag red flag and then, run, run. And then it's like silent and then Joe Casta like nudges her and's like Brianna and then she's like, perhaps we should all join them in the parlor. So they all like congregate and walk together into the parlor. And we can see Forbes has this like box and he opens it up and it's all these different gemstones. And he's like showing them to her. And he's like, I'm thinking of having one of these stones fashioned into a piece of jewelry, a gift. And he's like, tell me, my dear, which one pleases you most? The Ew, staff- I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I want an adult. I want an adult. Jamie and Claire, you need to, Claire, you need to get her out of the situation. <laughs> Jamie. I don't like it. I don't like it. They're oogling your daughter. It's creepy. It's um, weird. I don't like it. And then Remember that like, guy we didn't like? We really don't like him. We don't like Come him. Help. <laughs> and then, so Forbes is like the sapphire, the emerald, the topaz, or the diamond. With your instinct for loveliness, you would have a most valuable opinion should you be willing to oblige me with it. And Bree's like, I am, should, shouldn't like to venture my own opinion um, without first hearing Mistress Alderdice's choice. <laughs> You're like, good deflection. Yep, there you go. <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good mix of Jamie and Claire right there. Deflect, yep. deflect, deflect. Um and then um and then um you know M- Mistress Alderdice starts to speak and he's like, Well, I and then Ulysses interrupts and is like, <clears throat> May I present Lord John Gray? So <gasps> then really? that, that's the Lord that we've been oh. talking about. Wait, but was Bree there when he was there? No, she wasn't, right? She's she would not know him. No, that was before. She's never met no. him. She wouldn't know who he is. No. Okay. Oh, she's gonna meet her half brother. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but so he sort of enters, and you know, the definitely the other dudes look cheese. They're like, Ugh. as soon as he's announced as Lord John Gray, they're like, fuck the younger, hotter, more successful dude. Damn it. <laughs> And so John Gray enters and he's like, greetings, one and all. Mistress Cameron, very glad to be here. Um, I'm sure a very splendid evening awaits us. And then Jocasta's like, you're most welcome here, my lord. Please allow me to introduce my niece. And Brianna walks forward and stands in front and he looks at her and he kind of like looks her up and down for a second and goes, Miss Fraser, undoubtedly, I'm an acquaintance of your parents. And then both Wolf and Forbes are in the back looking at each other like, "Uh uh-oh. Fuck. And so now <laughs> Annie knows the parents. <laughs> and then so, he's married and not of that orientation, but sure, sure. He's not married, what, he's not married anymore. Isabel died. Oh, yeah, she died. I forgot. That. He's a widower. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Actually plays so this upgrade. Protect he's an, her. He's an eligible bachelor, you know? <gasps> Ooh, how fun would it be if they got married? And we could get oh, rid of Roger so for weird. Sure. I don't care. Okay, we got do you Seamus forget and Marshmallow. Do you forget he's in like love with her father? That's they're not weird actually vibes. gonna be married. Weird vibes. We got Seamus and Marshmallow together. Oh my god! Okay? Could you imagine? Could you imagine if like Jamie's like you're the father to my son and the husband to my daughter? What the fuck? Look, I'm just 
how to get away from Roger, okay? This is a good man that would just protect her, give her a great life, is not interested in anything weird shenanigans. Be great. Okay, so the next scene we cut to, we're back at Ferguson Marsley, and Germaine is pissed off and crying. And Myrta is talking about, you know, their plans. He's like, you know, I need to lay my hands on as many rifles as possible. He's like trying to talk over the crying baby, <laughs> the shrieking baby. Man, he's like, maybe I should just teach the regulators how to, <laughs> yeah. He goes, maybe I should just teach the regulators how to wail instead. It's very effective. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fergus is like, son, son. He's like going to the baby. He's like, it seems there are some who do not appreciate your contribution to the cause. And then Marsley like sort of gets home and she's in the other room and she gives, she like gives Myrta the look and Myrta looks at Fergus and says, join us, will you? And Fergus is like, what? And Myrta's like, join our militia. And Fergus is like, you, you want me? Oh, um, Fergus, and, we all want you. Don't worry, Seamus. You're fine. And then Myrta's like, you've got courage and I trust you. If I'm to fight Tryon's army, I can think of no no better I can think of no man I'd rather have by my side. And then Fergus is like, I'm honored that you've asked, but my place is here with Marsley and Germain. And then Mar- Marsley's over in the other corner and she's like smirking, right? And then she enters the room and then she's like, Tis here, the ship you've been waiting for, the Gloriana, it's in port. And she's like, off with you then and and you know fergus kisses her on the cheek and he goes off and then she stops myrta from walking by and says to him thank you and then he smiles at her and then Mm. they sort of like walk out um so now the next scene we're back at river run in this party and they've, they've all sat down to dinner now and they're all talking and and John Gray is is mentioning something about, you know, uh, clearly he's telling a story about a woman who had claimed to tell fortunes. Oh, I'm just getting what this was. Because he says, and the woman claimed to tell fortunes by holding a personal item. It was rather amusing. Yeah, I it's must the, admit. It's what's her name? Jervis. It's Geraldine's. No, it was Geraldine. It was, it was, um, oh my God. What was the In sister's the name though? Yeah, the one that was the brother and sister. I I know that ran off with what's his face. Was it Mr. Zab? No, that she was. That was her guys, Mr. Sabernathy. That he ran off with. um, Yeah, turtle soup with Willoughby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yes, that must have been. That's the story he's talking about. Ooh, Uh, Bree, you don't even know that was your parents. They were were trying to kill you. They were. She was trying to get the prophecy about the two hundred year old baby. You don't even know your mom like just full on machete a bitch in the neck over that. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're mad that Jamie just like beat up Roger. Claire could have beheaded him. Okay, like, just literally. Take what you get. But I, but so she, he's like, it was rather amusing. I must admit, though, not the strangest thing that happened during my time in Jamaica. A very strange place indeed, though. That is a story for another glass. And then, like, Forbes is, like, so cheese that he's, like, so charismatic. Aww. <laughs> he's charming. And then, he, like and then he turns to Bree and is like, your turn. I've embarrassed myself enough for the evening, for one evening, surely. And Bree's like, oh, um, well, I don't have any anecdotes as, as entertaining as yours. Um, but she says, and I'm certainly no fortune teller, but, uh, I, and I'm like, I mean, you are oh, a little bit, ones. but in, and she's like, but I, I do have, um, I do have something for occasions such as these that I learned a long time ago on the subject of psychology. 
the signs of the soul, if you will. And I was like, be careful, Brie. Yep. Um, walk that line carefully. Thinly. And, and <laughs> then, right. And then social cast is like, well, this sounds intriguing. And Brie's like, yes, it only works with strangers. And Forbes is like, might we all partake? And then Brie's like, of course, I'll ask you a few questions and I want you to picture whatever comes to mind first. Oh, and you uh, might want to close your eyes. They're all like, ooh, this sounds interesting. Happy to oblige. Oh, God. And then Forbes is like, must I close my eyes when you are before me? <laughs> and Brie, Brie, oh, God. This is so clear. This is so clear. She looks at him, point blank, and goes, yes. <laughs> I was dying. Um, so they all close their eyes, and she goes, I want you to imagine that you're in a forest with someone. Can you picture that person? And they're all like, oh, yes, all, you know, clear as day. And she's like, you encounter an animal. And Wolf is like, should we tell you what it is? And she's like, not yet. And then she's like, I want you to imagine that you reach a clearing. And then she says, you may open your eyes. And they're all like, you know, is, is that it? Is that, is that everything? And then she's like, now, one at a time, you'll tell me what you saw. And I'll tell you what each answer represents, symbolically speaking. And they're like, oh, okay, what fun. And so Bree's like, Judge Alderdice. He's the one that's there with his mother. Oh, yes. Um, okay. He's like, um, are, you know, are you happy to go first? Who was in the forest with you? And the judge is like, I was walking with Christ. And then Bree's like, and the animal that you saw? And he says, a squirrel, one very particular fellow, in fact, frequents my mother's garden each morning. And they're all like laughing. And she's like, you see, when a person is walking with Christ, it can mean that they're seeking forgiveness or reassurance for something. And then he's, he's like, well, given my occupation, it's no surprise that the notion of forgiveness is on my mind. And then Bree's like, yes, but when, but when walking with Christ yourself, coupled with the squirrel you saw in your mother's garden, you see... The animal you encounter represents life's problems. And given that squirrels tend to hoard things away, it would seem that your problems are secrets. And I'm like, fucking chill, Brie, chill. Yeah, oh my God, what Good you doing Lord. over here? <laughs> and then, and then, um, and then Miss Forbes, the sister Forbes is like, something Mrs. Alderdice doesn't know about then since the squirrel was in her garden. And, and I'm like, oh no. And then Judge Alderdice is like, I, or no, the, the mother is like, I assure you, I know everything there is to know about my son. Okay, um, well, I hope not. And then, right? And then That's there's creepy. like, there's some laughter and Brianna's is like, of course. And then Judge Alderdice definitely looks like thrown and he's Uh-oh. like, if you'll yeah. excuse me for a moment, I must take some air. And he leaves. And I'm like, Brie, fucking chill, man. Chill. He was, he was the nice one. Like, come yeah, on now. You just, like, God. And so then. Um, Forbes is like, well, well, there may be something to this after all. Very entertaining. And then Jocasta is like, my niece is a clever lass indeed. And the wolf is like, she is. I, I. Yeah. And then, so then it's, so then it's like they all start conversing amongst themselves. And then John and Brie are sitting beside each other at one end of the table. So they have like a, a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, so it's not like the whole table is yeah. listening kind of deal. Um, and so then Bree says to, says to him, so Lord John, dare I ask who was with you in the forest? Um, and then he's like, oh, um, it was, uh, and she's like, you don't Your have to father. think about, she's like, you don't have to think too hard about it. Who came to mind first? And then he says, your father, I thought of your father. And she's like, oh, why would you think of him? And then he's like, well, you're sitting right here in front of me. And, and, um, he, he did ask me to look in on you. And then Bree's like, and why would he do that? And Gray's like, you know, 
Oh, he only, he merely wrote to ask that I visit to ensure all is well. He mentioned he was about to embark upon a long journey and Bree's like, and he gave no reason at all as to why all might not be well. And she's like, or, and he's like, no, no. Um, and then he says, but from your response, I'm beginning to suspect it might not be. And then he's like, your father would never divulge anything to me that you yourself would not wish to tell me. He's an honorable man. And then Bree's like, don't talk to me about my father's honor. Oh, and then, Bree. So then she stands up and she's like, if you'll excuse me. And then Forbes is like, oh, is it my turn? I'm eager to tell you who my forest companion <laughs> was. <laughs> don't ask him. Don't ask him. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, God. I'm uncomfortable. Like, and then he goes, perhaps we could take a walk in the grounds and discuss in more detail. And Bree's like, faint, faint. <laughs> this is the time to faint. She literally goes, she literally goes, oh, I'm, I'm feeling quite unwell. And she like Good swoons move. and leans on the table a little bit. Although it does feel a little legit, but I can't tell if she actually is, you know. Nope, you, you throw one out there. If she's, okay. pulling, if she's pulling a Claire when she was trying to get that dude's <laughs> ear nailed off. Yeah. She's like, oh, God. When oh. <laughs> in doubt, swoon. Um, exactly you're in this you're in the 18th century she's like, Swoop, she's like i'm feeling quite unwell and she faints or whatever and like catches herself on the table and john sort of cat gets her and then jocasta's like what's happened and ulysses is like whispering to her miss brianna just fainted mistress but lord john was there and then jocasta's like lord john please escort oh, my niece into the john, parlor can you tell her some stories about jamie that are good please <laughs> right i would like her to, to like not... fix this bridge fix, fix this bridge please 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 so then um you know, explain she's like, how he was in the thing and how he had it done. He's not allowed to see him. And oh no, he would never be able to say that. I that is a secret that no one can know. I know, but be like, right, you, you, have, you have a brother. You have a brother. Um, and and anyway. I just don't like her being mad at Jamie. I don't like it. I know I don't she's like it. I don't really like it. holding on to this grudge, right? Yeah, and I'm and really so, not here for it. This so is worse than when Jamie's, but then when Claire's mad at him, this is way worse. I don't like it. Is it? Oh, yes. See, the thing is with Jamie and Claire, like when they hold a grudge, it's hot. You know they and still it, love it, each other. It's hot, but then it like it. They, you know, they make up kind of. Although the yeah. the one the tension between them this episode really sucks because you haven't seen it like this in a. It's not oh, even like this fiery. Is worse. I don't want Bree to hate him. I don't like. But it. like, but it's like not even fiery. Like, like with the reckoning, They're like Claire cold, was, yeah. like Claire was like, mm, 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 where this, it's just like it's really just sad and like heartbreaking tension. And I'm just like, guys, stop it, stop it. But anyway, so then Jocasta's like, Lord John, please escort my niece into the parlor. And then she's like, Ulysses, more wine for everyone. So then they kind of go into the parlor. And Phaedra kind of comes in and Lord John helps like Bree sit down on the, the sativa sort of thing. And, and Phaedra mm -hmm. puts like a cold, cold cloth on Bree's head and she's like, you know, this will help. And then Lord John is like, um, I'm more than willing to ride out and summon a physician. And then Lizzie comes barge, you know, Bree's like, oh, it won't be necessary. And, and then Lizzie comes barging in and it's like, oh, mistress, I was so worried when I heard you fainted and in your condition. And I'm like, fucking Lizzie, <gasps> Lizzie! Less. Lizzie needs to learn that she shouldn't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> Every time, Lizzie, say less, say less. Love you, Lizzie, but say, uh -huh. yeah, stop it. So it's like, oh shit. So then John's like, hmm. And then Bree's like, Lizzie, I'm fine, really. I'm feeling much better. And Lizzie, like, realizes cause that Lord John is staying right there. And she's like, oh, um, would you like to, to go and prepare my bedchamber? <laughs> or your bedchamber, sorry. And then she's like, that, I'd, I'd appreciate that. So then she leaves. And so then Lord John is like, Miss Fraser, 
So you are not ill as such. Am I, enter am I to understand you are to become a mother? And Bree's like, one of the entertaining anecdotes I decided not to share at the dinner table. And then Lord John is like, your father didn't tell me about this, you know. Did you lose your husband? And then Bree's like, I suppose I did lose him in a way, yes. My father allowed him to be traded to the Mohawk. It's a long story, but they're searching for him as we speak. And <laughs> Lord John is like, that's where they are. Jamie, your, your parents are going to rescue this man from the Mohawk. And Bree's like, yes, I wanted to go with them, but my condition wouldn't allow for it. So I made them promise they'd bring him back to me. And then uh, Lord John is like, and Mistress Cameron is fully apprised of this. And Bree's like, she certainly is. And yet I'm starting to suspect that as part of the reason for this dinner, she's trying to secure me a husband. And <laughs> just, just a little. Just a little. And Lord John is like, I see. Well, surely you cannot take another husband if you're already married. And Bree's like, well, Roger and I were handfast with no witnesses. And Bree's like, or Lord John is like, mm, that is a predicament. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then sort of, and then he says to her, like, you know, when your father wrote and asked me to come, he enclosed a letter and said I was to deliver to it to you personally. So he has this letter from Jamie oh. and he hands it to Bree. And then in comes Ulysses and Jocasta. And Ulysses is like, Mistress Fraser seems to be feeling well once more. And Jocasta's like, oh, I'm very glad to hear that. And then Lord John is like, well, it's late. Tomorrow is a new day. If you'll permit it, we'll speak again in the morning. And Bree's like, good night. So she leaves. And then, um, oh, and he says, like, he thanks Jocasta for the dinner. You are gracious hostess. And she's like, my, my pleasure, your lordship. Um, and then Bree's like, Ulysses, I'd like a word with my aunt. So then he's like, okay, Phaedra, let's uh, go prepare the bedchambers for the guests that are staying over for the night. And they exit. And Jocasta sits down and Bree's like, may I speak frankly? And she's like, of course, you've been doing it all evening. Why <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, well, stop now? Again, you are your mother's daughter. Um, and then, um, and then Bree's like, um, I couldn't help but notice that most of your guests are unmarried men. Um, and Jocasta's like, Lord John was married. His wife took ill and passed. And Bree's like, and the rest? You just pulled them out of a hat? And she's <laughs> yeah. like, and then she's just like, randomly happened. And, and Jocasta laughs and she's like, what a strange expression. They're my friends, gentlemen I've been acquainted with for many years. Any one of them who would make an acceptable suitor. If we are speaking frankly, niece, it's time you found you, we found you a husband. And Bree's like, and what if I don't want a husband? And she's like, what does want have to do with it? And Bree's like, everything. And then Jocasta's like, everything. You've a bairn coming. Your time to be particular is long past. You've got nothing, not a penny to your name, a name that's at risk of being tarnished at that. You know, you have to think of your future, your security. A, man to, a marriage to one of these men will be of great benefit to you. And then Bree's like, and to you as well, no doubt. And then Jocasta's like, the union of two families is always a blessing. And Bree's like, what about love? You said my grandmother married for love. And she's like, I, she did. Like you, Ellen was with child before she wed. Our brothers, Colum and Dougal, tried to arrange a marriage for her, but she outwitted them when she eloped with Brian Fraser. But the important thing is that the Baron was born in wedlock. If yours is not, he'll be branded a fatherless bastard. His life will be ruined. And then Bree's like sitting there, like thinking this over, being like, Hmm. hmm. Damn. So then Jocasta says to her, Brianna, I know you once had a man you loved, but he's gone. It's not what you want to hear, but he's not coming back. He's with the savages now, be it dead or alive. And the sooner you accept that, the better. 
you cannot live on hope. And so with that downer, we switched back to, we're in the tavern in Wilmington. Um, and so clearly like Fergus and Myrta are like sitting in the tavern on a stakeout and they're sitting with the one guy who like knows what Bonnet looks like. Cause they don't know what Bonnet looks like. They've never seen oh, him. So okay. they need this other guy to point him out to that, them when he walks in. So they're sort of sitting there and then we, they, we see Bonnet enter and then the guy's like there, that's him. And so then, okay, he's done his duty. Fergus slips him a little bit of money and he leaves. And so then Myrta says to Fergus, we need him on his own. And Fergus is like, I have a plan. So then we cut to Bonnet is clearly like in his, gone into his room and he's, he's drinking and, and Myrta sort of barges in the door and he says like, hello. And he pulls a gun out on Bonnet and Bonnet turns and looks and is like, and tries to like move forward. And Myrta's like, ah, ah, ah. And Bonnet's like, I think you've got the wrong room, sir. And then Myrta says, oh, I, I'm looking for a gentleman. You're no gentleman. And then Bonnet tries it. He tries to do some move and Myrta just pistol whips him and knocks him <laughs> out. Go Myrta. He's just like knocks him right out. And then Fergus enters and, uh, and clearly a few of their other dudes enter and they, so they pick up uh, Bonnet. So he's unconscious. They're clearly going to like bring him somewhere. Okay. Right. Um, so now the next scene, um, so we're back at River Run. It's like nighttime. Bree's lying in bed. She clearly can't sleep. She looks over and she's got the letter from Jamie, like sitting on the bedside table. So she picks it up and she looks at it and then decides to put it back down. And she like can't sleep. So she gets up and goes downstairs and is clearly going to like look through the kitchen or whatever for some, for some snacks, you know. You know, those pregnancy, yep, those yep. pregnancy cravings. Um, and then, you know, so she goes down and she's, she's like, is finding some snacks and she hears like this noise. She hears like noises coming from around the corner. So then she goes and does her sneaky sneak, Snoopy Snoop. And she goes around the corner and what does she see? But Lord John Gray and the judge. Doing oh, it. so maybe there were some secrets. And so she, she's like, oh shit. So she like, is like clearly shocked, goes back and hides and then like goes back upstairs. So now we cut to, it's like, it looks like it's like early morning time and we're with Fergus and Marta and they're out back. Ah, for John. Is he in love or is this just like a booty call? I mean, I feel like it's probably just like a hookup thing. Or oh, something. okay. Well, uh, at least you're getting that. I'm sorry, John, but- that it can't be out in the open, but I like that you're finding some some fun times at least not here for this. Um, and then, um, so yeah, we're with Fergus and Murta and they have Bonnet's still unconscious. They really knocked him out. Good. They yeah. have him sort of like out back and Murta's like, okay, bring the horse closer in. So they're going to bring him. I don't know where they were planning to bring him, but they have him cause they're going to hold him. Cause Jamie wants to, Oh no, the regulators oof, this boy. So, Oh no. So I mean they, the other people, who are the other people? The who are the people coats? I don't like? red yeah. coats I don't know but so they bring him in and then um then there's some other dudes that like they're not red coats they're other militia guys but okay. not regular militia guys just like other militia dudes and they see them and they're like what's all this they this they see unconscious bono they're like what have you done to this man so they're still kind of far away so they have like a quick second as these guys approach so Myrta grabs Fergus and says return to your wife and child and then Fergus is like what are you doing So then Myrta punches Fergus to make it look like he's like beating him up or whatever. And then the militia guy comes and they're like, unhand him. Um, And then they say to Fergus, like, you should go. And so, you know, Fergus is able to leave. Um, 
And so that was like Murta's like quick thinking to be like, you're not a part of this. I'm going to pretend like I'm beating you up. And so then um, the militiamen are like looking at him being like, something's very familiar about you. Strange. I don't think we've had the pleasure. Um, and then Murta's like, I do think you'll find something very familiar about my companion, Stephen Bonnet. And they're like, oh, the murderer, the murderer who escaped the gallows. Yes. And then they look at Murta and they're like, I've seen you before on a broadsheet, Murta Fitzgibbons. They're like, uh oh. They're like, take him. So you're like, fuck. I knew he was getting arrested. They're like, well, shit. Well, shit. So now it's we're back at River Run. It's morning. Bree's in bed. Phaedra comes in and she's like, good morning, Miss Fraser. She's like opening the curtains and everything. And she's like, Mistress Cameron is asking for you to come down for some tea. I'm to dress you in something especially becoming. And Bree's like, why is that? And Phaedra's like, Mr. Forbes was quite taken with you last night and he intends to ask your hand in marriage. Mistress Cameron gave her blessing and she's like, I'm sure she did. And Phaedra's like, are you not pleased? And Bree's like, uh, of course I'm pleased. I just, I need some time to prepare myself to, to take some air. Would you tell my aunt that when you come, that you came to wake me, I had gone for, for my morning walk. And then Phaedra's like, um, if ask you John Gray, great, ask John Gray, marry John Gray right now. <laughs> she's like, if you don't mind me asking, how long should I tell the mistress that you'll be? And she's like, I'll join in an hour or so, I promise. Oh, and when you, will you send Lizzie in to see me? And she's like, okay. So she goes out, Bree starts to grab her clothes. Lizzie comes in. And she's like, comes in and she's like, you know, uh, Bree's like, I need your help. And Lizzie's like, anything, mistress. And Bree's like, find Lord John and ask him to meet me in the grounds by the large oak. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, and Lizzie, be discreet. <laughs> oh, not Lizzie's strong suit. <laughs> not her strong suit at all. Um, they get and, and hitch. Are they really then, getting married? And then I'm down um, for this. And then so we cut to now Bree and Lord John Gray are like walking around outside on the grounds. And Lord John is like, is it not too cold for you? And Bree's like, no, you. And he's like, ah, I enjoy the brisk air. Um, and Bree's like, I would comment on the weather or ask your opinion on the gardens, but <laughs> but uh, we don't get time for that shit. But uh, with with the time passing, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask instead, will you marry me? And he chuckles. <laughs> John's like, oh, he chuckles, and then realizes that she's serious, and he goes, oh dear God in heaven. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he goes, I, and then he goes, I'm not sure this is what your father had in mind when he asked me to look in on you. Yeah. And then, and then Bree's like, I know, but if I didn't ask for the sake of my child, and then he goes, you are your father's daughter. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah. For my child. Like, the same damn thing. <laughs> Will you look after my child? And then Bree's like, look, I, I don't want any of your money. I'll sign a paper saying so. You wouldn't have to live with me either. Although I should probably come to Virginia with you, at least for a little while. And then Lord John says, Jamie is one of the people I cherish most on this earth and drawn to you for reasons I cannot explain, but I cannot take your hand in marriage. And Bree's like, Lord John, if you refuse my offer, then it is with deep regret that I'll have to reveal what I saw you doing last night with one of my suitors. <gasps> and then- Bree, Lord, don't! Oh, I know. And then Lord John is like, whatever, whatever it is you think you saw, you're quite mistaken. And Bree's like, no, I know what I saw. And I'll write letters to the governor, to the sheriff. And John's like, knowing the severity of the punishment of this crime, you would do that. Um, and then he says, my life would be ruined. And she's like, then I'll tell Jamie. And then Lord John is like, well, that's assuming he doesn't already know. And as you said, I am, he's otherwise engaged. And Bree's like, in an actual forest somewhere. And then she's like, you imagined him when I asked at dinner. You pictured yourself with Jamie in the forest. You could have picked anyone, your late wife, for instance. 
And Lord John is like, I'm, Lord John is annoyed. He's like, I'm almost <laughs> tempted to submit to your outrageous proposal. It would certainly teach you to play with fire. Like, <laughs> he's like, that sounds like a threat. And then she pauses and she goes, she's like, you mean you w- with women too? And he's like, I was married. And Bree's like, it wasn't an arrangement of convenience then. And he's like, I am perfectly capable of carrying out my husbandly duties. I assure you. And she's like shook. And then he, and then so she starts to walk and then he's like, oh, all right, what the fuck is up? And he slows the, so then he's like softens for a second. He's like, come, let us sit for a moment. So we have a quick time jump and they're sitting like on a bench or something. And he says, okay. and then he's like, I'm sorry, Brianna, but I cannot marry you. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I know I sound insane. And I, I, I really wouldn't have said a word to anybody. And then he's like, no, not entirely insane. When I close my eyes, I do see your father, but I also see your mother. Um, their connection with each other, their love. And then Bree's like, does she know my mother? And Lord John is like, she is a per- she is a perceptive woman, as are you. I agree with your aunt. You should marry, but you understand now why I cannot be your husband. I have faith in your parents. They will find Roger and bring him back to you. You mustn't give up hope. And she's like looking like conflicted. And then he's like, there's something else, isn't there? And then she says, you know, even if they do bring back Roger, you know, he might, he might not be. And he's, he's like, what is it? So then she tells him the full story, like what happened? And basically her fear that the baby, the baby might not be Roger. So even if he comes back, you know, I don't know if he's going to want to be with me and be with the baby. Right. And so mm-hmm. then Lord John is like, do you know this man? And he's like, no, I found out later. His name is Stephen Bonnet. And Forbes is about to propose. If I marry him, I'll be exchanging hope for a broken heart, but I'll do what I must for the sake of my child. I'll do what I must. And then she's like, Jocasta is expecting me. So she gets up and like walks away and John like kind of watches after her and is like sort of like staring. So now we are in the parlor and Jocasta is in there and Forbes is in there and Forbes is like, I'll not forget your part in all of this, Mistress Cameron. And Jocasta's like, the union of our families is a blessing to us all. And then they're not Bri- getting married. And then Brie enters. And um, Jocasta's like, niece. And Brie's like, good morning, aunt. And she's like, Mistress, Mr. Forbes has, has a matter to put before you. And he's like, <clears throat> and he- Here uh, comes Lord Grey. And then Brie's about to be like, I am. Um, and then you hear footsteps and in comes John. And he's like, he comes in and he's like, thank you for waiting for me, my dear. Have you told them our good news? And Brie's like- There you go. Uh, good no. boy. No, I haven't. Of course he's um, going to protect Jamie's daughter. And then Lord John you is like- You fools thought I was thinking that he wouldn't come through. <laughs> this is John Gray. This is the one character that has not done me wrong. Okay. <laughs> We're here for it. So then Lord John is like, you know, I've asked for Miss Fraser's hand in marriage and she has accepted and Forbes looks cheesed. And Jocasta has like a little smirk on her face and she's like, a joyous occasion. And Forbes is like, indeed. And Bree's like, had you not encouraged me to find a husband, I would never have opened my heart to Lord John. Thank you, Aunt Jocasta. And then Forbes is like, a good day, good day to you all. And he like leaves. Stomps and it. then, and then, and then Jocasta's like, come to me, my dear. And she like hugs Brianna and like whispers in her ear. I don't know how you managed it. Uh, I managed it. Mackenzie, you truly are. <laughs> and oh, then, God. and then like, you know, and then she's like, what wonderful news. And it's funny. Cause you can tell like, like Jocasta Loki, like was wanting it to be John and not the yeah. other ones. Like that's why she invited him and everything. So she's like, pleased, yeah, with, this, pleased with this arrangement. 
Um, what wonderful news. So now we're back with Jamie and Claire, finally. Jeez. God. I forgot they were even in this. Gosh, darn it. Um, so now we're back with Jamie and Claire, right? Um, and Jamie is over, like, it looks like he's sort of cutting some snares. I swear to used. all hell that if Roger gets back and throws a conniption fit because she's engaged or married, what, however far this thing goes with Lord Gray, I'm going to lose it. I will lose it on the man. If he holds this against her, I will literally lose. never, ever take him off the roof. Listen, ever. if Claire can eventually forgive Jamie for marrying the woman that tried to have yes, her but Claire, <laughs> Claire is a reasonable human and Roger is a misogynistic asshole control freak. <laughs> okay. So don't even compare those two. Okay. Oh Lord. But okay. So, um, so yes, anywho. Um, so yeah, there, so we're back with Jamie and Claire and there's still not a lot of talking going. Claire's like getting some water from the river. Jamie's like, looks like he's cutting some like, um, like rope or something near like the um snares or whatever and then you just hear him go ah oh, christ and you can see he's just uh, he himself. has to get hurt of course that's how they come together well, always you can see and he's just like in like a bad mood bad mood he's like oh christ and he's like muttering and gallic and like walking away and, and claire's like are you all right and he's like it's nothing sassanac and he like storms off and keeps walking away and then we hear Ian being like, Rolo, Rolo, what, what's that? Give it, he's got something in his mouth and Ian's trying to get it from him. He's oh, like, is it something from Roger? And he's Did like, he what's drop? that? Give it to me, boy. Give it to me, boy. And he's like, Rolo, Rolo, let go. And we can see it's like this big bone. And then he's like, auntie. And Claire comes over and she's like, that's human. It was human. There's a human bone. And then Rolo takes off. And so, you know, Ian has to go chase after him. And then he's like, Rolo, Rolo, get back. And we can see it's like this almost like full skeleton that's like sort Ooh. of posed. And Claire and like Claire goes over and she goes, he's been dead for at least a month. And then Ian's like, I've seen this man before. He recognizes the clothing. He's like, when I sold Roger to the Mohawk, the waistcoat and the two missing fingers, he was with Roger. And so now they're oh, like, this oh, this is the dead shit. guy. Yeah, the guy that died. So they're like, oh God, oh no. So now we cut to the next scene. Clearly a bit of time has been passed, has passed. And it, it's clear that they were all like searching. They're like, uh -huh. oh no, are we going to find Roger's body or something? So like they're out searching. No, I'm not that lucky. And then Jamie kind of comes in. He's like, Claire. And Claire's like, I didn't find anything. And then Jamie's like, I went nearly a mile. Nothing. And Ian's like, nothing. And Claire's like, well, then there's hope. Um, um, you know, there's hope that Roger's still alive. And then, so now we cut back to Bree and Lord John. And they're sitting on, like, the front porch at Jocasta's place. And Bree's like, what a world to bring a child into. And then she goes, you know, I've said and done things that I would, that I never thought I would or could and Lord John is like you know sometimes people do the wrong thing for the right reasons I'm sure your father would know something about that and Bree's like please don't it doesn't change what happened and he's like no um Bree's like but I don't know what's worse dwelling on the past or thinking about the future and Lord John's like if you were to see my son William his eyes light up upon seeing something for the first time and Bree's like you have a son I, I didn't know that and Lord John, he's like, he's in Lynchburg, Virginia. And Bree's like, well, if he's anything like his father, he must be a perfect gentleman. And John's like, he is very much like his father. Ah! Um, and then he says, but he's not truly mine. We don't share any blood. And Bree's like, you're a good man. And John's like, no, good doesn't come into it. I love him more than life itself. And I'm sure Roger will too. Um, 
you know, love the child. Child that's not, yeah, not his. Yeah. I get where he's going with that. And he goes, the, and he goes, love the child. The thing is, we're all here in this new world, not because it's new. These lands are as old as met, as any. It's only new because there is hope, and hope is at the very heart of love. And you're like, oh, John. So then he, le- he like John. He leaves, and she's sitting there, and then she does. She kind of smirks, and she decides to take the letter out of her pocket, and then good she girl. Opens, she cracks it open. So now we get to the next scene. We're back with Jamie. Oh, give me the stupid letter. God damn this show. What did he say? Finish a freaking through line here. Give me something. So now we're with, so now we're back with Jamie and Claire and Ian and they've clearly like, like buried the guy and Jamie is like doing the sign of the cross. Sometimes I, sometimes you just forget how truly Catholic Jamie is. And he's like, you know, respect for the dead, all that kind of stuff. Um, and Ian's like, I can't help but think someone will be missing him. And then Jamie's like, one thing is certain. He was somebody's child. And then he like storms away and Claire like watches him go. And I'm literally like, Claire, can you just please hug him already? Like, this is yeah. torture. <laughs> this is torture. So now we get to the next scene. It's like nighttime and we're in Jamie and Claire's tent, which is like a really large tent. Like there's a lot of space in here, but okay. We're not questioning. Got it. We just don't question it. So and Jamie's sort of lying and he's got his, he's got his back to Claire. Like he's kind of just facing the side of the tent he's on just, his side. Yeah, looking he's just fully. Yeah. Just fully. He's and not happy. Claire's like, you know, Claire's getting ready, getting undressed, getting ready for bed, all that kind of stuff. And then she finally, and then she kind of looks at him and she finally goes over and sort of kneels, you know, kneels beside the bed. And she says to him, she's like, I'm sorry. I, I was upset, but not with you. And he like turns over and looks at her and he's like, who else? Like he's kind of confused. And she's like, everybody, the world, Stephen Bonnet, but not you. Brianna used to confide in Frank sometimes with me, but when he died, it was just the two of us. Any secrets were our secrets. And Jamie's like, and no one else. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you it was Stephen Bonnet when I knew, um, had I, it might've saved Roger. I never thought I would keep a secret like that from you. And then Jamie's like, until Brianna, And then Claire's like, when I made you that promise, that promise way back in season one, like we can have secrets, but no lies kind of deal. Yeah. It's like, when I made you that promise, there was no one else in my life who could come before you, but I don't know if I can keep that promise anymore. And Jamie's like, I understand, but I cannot be a father to her, Claire. And she's like, of course you can. And you will. She's just hurt right now. Jamie's like, no, she doesn't need me. And then he's like, I I never thought I'd be jealous of a dead man. And Claire's like, of a, a... of what frank and then he's like well you heard what brie said frank would never have said those things to her or made the mistakes that i made and claire's like frank made plenty of mistakes all parents do yeah and he's like he's like brie thinks he's a better man i thought i thought perhaps we were beginning to feel the same sassanac and i was like oh and then she like exhales and she's like you fool like come here and she like makes him look at her because he's like barely looking at her you're like this is what having a daughter is like they're gonna tell you they hate them all the time that's yeah that's right well because the the part that hurt my heart was starting to think like i was starting to think you thought that like yeah i was a bad person i was like oh after all you guys went do you know how many people you've killed together come on jamie yeah um, so then she's like, you fool, come here. And she makes him look at her and he's like, she's like, she didn't mean it. Um, she doesn't want you to go to hell. Um, and he's like, I heard her. I, I hope I can bring Roger back to her. Or she'll never forgive me. And then Claire's like, I heard you both. She's just like you. She says things in anger that she doesn't mean. 
you didn't mean the things you said to her, did you? And he's like, no. And then Claire's like, neither did she trust me. And then she's like, I love you both so much. And then she's like, come here. And then they kiss. And then she gets on top of him and she's like, I'm Ah! sorry. And he's like, I'm sorry. And we take a trip to makeup sex town. I don't like it here. I love it here. Can I leave? No. Shaming. So they're, they're doing, but it's like, (sighs) like sweet. Like they're making up and you're like, no. And so then, okay. So then quickly the next scene we see you know, the, the Mohawk and it's clear that they're like arriving at their village with Roger and like all of the other people are sort of coming out and sort of like shouting and Roger's like, what the fuck is happening? What is this? What's going on? And a bunch of the men create this like lot, like, um, tunnel, you know, it's like lineup of guys on either side and like they're making Roger walk sort of between the tunnel and like while that's sort of happening like they do this lineup thing and he has to walk through and you know they're kind of like hitting him with like these stick things and then he'll fall down and then they're waiting to see if he'll get back up and then you know he and then he gets back up and they start cheering I very much get the vibe of it's not I don't want to say like an initiation thing but it's like a you know because again sometimes they take in people oh, like a test or something like yeah like that's sort of the vibe that i'm getting like we'll see how roger does with it oh, like, like, well, there's a oh, lot okay. of standing yeah. and cheering and da, 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 and then the episode ends oh so that we didn't get the stupid letter god damn it they're really making you wait for that huh you're like what did he write what well, did he write mm, i'm sorry i'm I sorry I'm sorry, but yes, so that's that. That's that episode. I think we got like three freaking Jamie and Claire scenes the whole time. Yeah. We did get some nice stuff between Lord John and Brie. Yeah, I like that. I'm here for that. And so I want them to not just get engaged, but I want them to be married. And I want, she can still love Roger. I don't care. (laughs) But like, she needs like, I feel like John Gray, he's just like with Jamie, like he's just such like a good, healing, decent man. Like Brie needs that for a bit. Get away from Jocasta. Get away from that. Just go like I look. You love Jocasta a little bit too. She's an interesting character. I love well, sure, Maria like, Doyle Kennedy, like, who plays who plays. She's got like her. a whole political thing going around her that Brie doesn't need to get sucked into. Right now. <laughs> yeah, she's a woman trying to survive in the the yeah. three whatever. What is she lost? Three husbands. What yeah. is she? Four three times widowed. <laughs> widowed Cameron. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's that. So we now have 11, so there are two more episodes after this. So do you have any thoughts on like what's maybe coming up next? Well, so I mean, Myrtle got arrested. Yes. But they did, they did have Bonnet. So Um, Seamus has to do a jailbreak. Because Myrtle's not staying in jail. Jailbreak, jailbreak. There's going to be a jailbreak and they have to get Bonnet because they can't let this not happen. Mm. can they are they gonna leave that till next season that would be annoying <laughs> no because next season we got to get into the regulators which means we need Murta because he's the top so we got to get this bonnet storyline done so they got to rescue bonnet and Murta from jail and then jamie's actually going to get to kill him or maybe Murta kills him in the jailbreak i don't know something's got to happen Murta's getting jailbreaked because we got to do the regulator thing which is yeah. going to be next season that yeah, political yeah. nonsense john and Brie are going to try, maybe like extend the engagement or they'll yeah. actually get well, married. It sounds like they're just trying to buy time. Buy time. Yeah. Like they're I feel trying like to buy, buy time, time, but I feel like it's going to be, they're going to like get pushed into an actual marriage. Well, and I feel the only time it would actually happen if she's like, 
ready, ready. to yeah. And then they're going to like get married. So it might, it, I, the two months there and the two months back to, and how long to get, they might do like end of this, they end it and they'd actually been married. Like we, all, the whole, like they string for two more episodes that they are just engaged, engaged, engaged. And then all of a sudden Roger shows up and they're actually married. It's like a little shock. And then it's like, what do we do now? Mm. But I feel like they're just trying to stretch it. We're going to have more, there's going to be some more drama with like Wolf or something and we have to deal with Jocasta. And then we're going to, and then I feel like Roger's going to get Gerald initiated. Forbes is pretty cheesed. <laughs> yeah. So that's got to be some weird drama go down. And then... I don't, well, I mean, Roger's not going to get killed. So he's going to be there. Like, I don't know, being a part of it or something. They're going to have to go try and like, hmm. get him, make him like, it's going to be like Jamie. a weird thing to get him to leave. Yeah. Jamie. And, yeah. Well, true. Jamie and Claire and Ian, you know, assuming they get there, then it's like, and then what, how do yeah. they get him back? But they have to get him back because. Um, wait, yeah, Jamie's that. like, well, Jamie's now like, I need to do this or my daughter's never going to ever forgive no, me. No, but she's already forgiving him. She's going to read the letter. She's going to talk to John. She's going to. Well, and it's interesting. I think she surprised herself. She, I don't, she tried to blackmail Lord John about his sexuality. Yeah. Like, I think she realizes that you, you did, well, when, you love kids. So, when you love yeah. someone, you can do some ugly things. Yeah. You can, you're protecting people. Yeah, you can do things that you wouldn't normally do. Like you, she probably wouldn't, well, no, she wouldn't. She would never, ever do that. Except she thought that was her only option to protect her child, like protect people she loved mm -hmm. and protect herself. Like not even for herself, like, but for her child, like, because she's pregnant. So let me give that mm -hmm. option. So like, yeah, I think that's a lesson that we all have to learn is that when okay. push comes to shove and you're prize yeah. ourselves, we mm -hmm. all got a little of that in us. Yeah. Nolan is perfect. Nope. And we especially, yeah, thoughts. when you, you're trying to protect someone, like you'll do yeah. some shady shit if you think it's for something, yep. you know, if it's worth protecting your, especially your child, like mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of moms and dads out there right now. Jamie, like, Jamie, yeah, I would fuck, I would fuck some shit up. Yep. For my kids. Jamie beat some shit up. Claire, Claire decapitated. <laughs> like you will, yeah, you will do some shit for your kids, which is the way it should be. Um, so you know? yeah, I think that's a, that's a lesson to learn. And I feel like she's going to forgive him, but there's, yeah. So she's going to, yeah forgiveness and then they'll and be the a Fraser family being happy for four seconds is this gonna happen they'll be a, and then it, the ending the ending's gonna be like the Myrta thing like the revolution or something because that's gonna be mm -hmm. next season this is being like teased yeah build like the build up build to the up. regulators yeah that's gonna be like so something has to happen in the font like either next season or that sets that up that like okay now things are going Mm -mm. I don't know. I don't the, have any the Spaka is kicking up. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So now I don't know. Are we putting everyone in the cabin still? Because we don't want to be on the plantation. Where is it? Yeah. Where uh, where is where is like Myrta and like where's Jocasta? Because there's a lot of people in this episode. There's a whole lot of people. Okay. Uh Myrta. So we have Myrta Jocasta and her crew, and then we had Fergus and Marsley okay so Myrta Jocasta because I still think they're funny together let's put them on the porch and they can be having some nice tea with reminiscent about Ellen and all sure of yeah with what are their names Ulysses and Phaedra yep yep they can all be sitting having some tea and cookies on the porch and I feel is like Li is Lizzie there or is, <laughs> is Lizzie yes let's put lizzie out there because she talks too much so she can go out there and have some chats with bear man what's bear man's name he wasn't even oh in this yeah, episode, John but he's Myers, but yeah i feel like he's fun let's put him out there anyway and then who do we have seamus and marshmallow yeah we have seamus and marshmallow and then there's well, also Seamus just got like punched in the face so that's not fun 
So I feel like Seamus and Marshmallow need to be like a downstairs guest bedroom where they can just like, they need like a minute. To like <laughs> like we need a minute. We, we need, need a minute. And like, oh, Lizzie has the baby as she's out on the porch. So they're playing with the baby. She's okay. on the porch with the dudes. Which, they which just need, man? yeah, they need a moment because he just got punched in the face and some shit went down. Like some shit got fucked up. And I'm sure Seamus is like, Jamie's going to kill me. Yes. Godfather's arrested. I and lost, lost the body. Yeah, yeah. Like, this <laughs> is <Mur> <isn't> good. <laughs> and Marshmallow's like, you just got punched in the face and you're about to do a jailbreak. Like we need a minute. So they need a minute. They're in a downstairs bedroom. Just taking right. a minute. Just, just taking like, a minute breathe uh who else do i have um we then have like there's brie oh. roger ian okay uh i feel like ian john oh my gosh all oh let's put i like john and brie together i like them talking let's put them in a parlor somewhere and she knows how to play they can play chess i feel like john hasn't been able to play chess lately because okay. i want claire and jamie are making up I don't even want to know what they're doing. They're up in their bedroom. They're doing their and, shenanigans. Yeah. I feel like Ian. I, okay. He can be on the porch, I guess. Yeah. He can be hanging out with like Lizzie. Sure. And yeah. And I like Bree and, and John and Gray just like playing chess and chatting. I feel like she needs chess and she chatting. He's such like a good, kind person. I feel like she needs that right now. That's and stability. then, and then his bonnet like in the river or some shit yeah Bonnie are we just being... leaving him in the jail cell should we just leave no him no 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 well yes but let's like um he has it's tied up in the basement does he have lice no that's not bad enough what's something that's really itchy oh there's red ants crawling Ooh. all over him oh claire can tell and you not fun not fun and he has his hands are shackled so he can't really get them off and he just has to sit in a in a dungeon covered in fire ants thinking about that makes me cringe yeah that's what we're doing and they kind of like crawl on his face too and bite his like eyelids. So it really sucks. That's so specific. Yeah. My God. And you're bad. Screw you, Bonnet. Yes. Screw you, Bonnet. I feel like that's, oh my God, true. And then we have like, and then we had like, there's Roger and then there's also like Forbes and Wolf and Judge them. They're just doing a party somewhere else. It's fine. And then, yeah. What did we do with Roger? Roger. <laughs> he okay he is i feel like roger just needs a nap somewhere the boys been... yeah okay he's like okay you know how they're like on fraser's ridge okay there's like a nice tree mm -hmm. he's away i don't want to deal with him right now but fine i won't he hasn't pissed me off in a little bit and he's been through some shit so he can like lie under the tree and have a nap away from me okay just okay. away from you but you know just have some rest and nap yeah. you know not being like beat or whipped or things no okay just that's, that's just have, have some rest um all right well we've got two more episodes to go for this Woo! season and then and yeah like when this comes out season six will be premiering very shortly after and then we'll have two episodes after that and then we'll probably have a little have a little pause because uh stacy needs to enjoy season six and i'm sure you yes. all do too yes um and it you know save a little bit because then we're gonna hit a droughtlander again yep again we'll come in with that next season next next season um all right well okay. thank you so much friends for listening um yes, if you, you actually putting up with our shishanigans shishanigans um yeah if you listen to the first 30 minutes of this podcast You're bless you because wow um i don't know yeah. how you guys do it I don't, I don't know why you guys want to do it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you on the next episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
at she's an outlander no oh, dots. dots send us an email if you like to she's sure. an outlander she's an outlander that. at gmail.com there has to be a dot there sorry can't Ugh. put it um and Stupid google you know we love to hear from you and some of you have already been sending in lots of like emails and messages you know after each episode um and it already gives me some things to pull for when we finally do the the wrap up when we get there eventually nice. um so love lovely? that love that keep thank you yeah love you, you have, love that you have thoughts on like a particular episode what you like what you didn't like things about the, the things that we say if you disagree agree all of that stuff but um anyway stay safe everyone yes be kind stay warm if you need to stay cool if you don't yeah wherever you are in this wherever yeah on the yeah wherever the temperature is for you and uh we'll see you next week yes Bye. bye